0: They keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini-series, where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors. Haunting Tales of Your Nightmare Orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. And welcome back to another episode of Promo Horrors. Today we have an awesome guest with us, all the way from Canada, but before we get to her, we need to introduce ourselves. I'm Stephen McFadden with Perfect Promotions and More out of North Carolina, and Taylor Borst with American Solutions for Business. Taylor, how are you today?
1: Hello, I am doing great. I am so excited for this episode. Our guest is just so sweet, so funny. But before you get into that, what do we got, Steven?
0: Mm -hmm. We have a shout out from our sponsor, Hit Promotional Products. We wanted to say thank you for being an awesome sponsor of this podcast. And for those of you that don't know, make sure you check out their AWS line, AWS. Is a program that they've created where 5% of all their items go back to a variety of charities. And by all, I mean all of the AWS branded products. And if you want to know where those are, at the top of their page, hit promo.net, click AWS, and all those items there that pop up will help support a different charity or will will support a variety of charities. So it's a great way to provide some purpose with your promotional product giving. So, Taylor, who is our guest today?
1: Oh, today we have the one and only Kate Plummer, who is VP of sales at Clearmount, and let me just take a deep breath before I go into all of this because this is one busy lady. She is a Promo Kitchen chef, and you might recognize her from the Deep Dive um, with Promo Kitchen, so make sure to check that out. Um, She also runs the Women's Empowerment Event for PPPC, which Did you
0: stutter? What is that?
1: (laughs) Hey, back (laughs) off!
0: (laughs)
2: PPPPC.
1: It would be the Canadian version of PPPC. AI and she is also um, a self-named serial volunteer she says she has a a problem and an addicting or addiction (laughs) to volunteerism which I cannot say that that would ever be a bad thing but Kate welcome to the podcast
2: thank you for having me I'm so excited for this (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, us too! Oh my gosh, Kate's been teasing us with what story she's gonna tell. So we really haven't heard anything, but we are just so excited. So, what do you have for us?
2: So, if you're not familiar with what Claremont does, is like it's a weird story. Like I always like we do weird stuff, but we're <laughs> a, This is my elevator pitch here. So we're a custom acrylic manufacturer, and what we specialize in is embedments and awards. So, but that doesn't mean we're limited to awards, but we can do embedments for everything. So we do like architectural pieces. We do like art pieces, kind of runs the gambit. And what that means is because we can embed products inside. So you know how you see things like floating in acrylic and stuff? Like it's more Mm -hmm. commonly known as lucite. Like that's a brand name of one of the raw materials. So, uh, (laughs) So we kind of get weird stuff. And so when like people will call me with, phone calls and be like, okay, I have a weird question. I was like, the bar is set really high, don't worry about it. <laughs> like it's pretty high here. So to the point where like I've been asked like, can you embed bones? Can you embed bugs? Can you like embed hair? Like we've embedded like a kidney stone that I swear to God was like I like it was
1: <laughs> I keychains larger okay.
2: smaller than this. Uh, there was actually a kidney stone. Yeah, like this guy, like it was Why? enormous. Talent. Like it was enormous. It was—I can't even think of like a real life thing for it, but it was t- <laughs> was like larger than a toy car. Like it was that oh, big, and he goodness. like got it surgically removed. And he's like, "Can you embed it?" And we're like, "Well, yeah. I mean, oh that would God. be interesting." <laughs> so we, so we do weird stuff. That
0: was the horror and... story right there. Yeah, cause...
2: yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. We got it. <laughs> I mean, like once you learn more about kidney stones, you're like, "Holy crap." <laughs> you're like that it's the true horror story when you see the size of it it's like pretty big so um and like one of the things we do is, so the Royal Ontario Museum here, or the ROM as it's commonly known, we do everything for their Touch and Learn series. So they'll send us like sort of the pieces that aren't good enough for the exhibit, but, you know, they still want people to sort of pick them up and see them from all different angles. So I get a lot of like bird bones, wings, butterflies. Uh, We embedded a tarantula that was probably about eight inches apart. Wide.
0: Whoa.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it just was sat in our vault. So every time you walk in, like if you're not aware of it, you're like, "Crap!" There's. <laughs> okay, not a real spider. <laughs> We've also done like a millipede that was like six. uh It was three inches wide and about two feet long. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. That was another one where you're just like, just take it out. Like once we finish embedding it, I want it out of my plant so I don't accidentally walk like stumble upon it. So so yeah, so like the weird kind of happens this way. But this one is kind of a it's not so much a horror story but like, you know, I became the horror in this story. <laughs> Make in sure that. that you enunciate when you yeah. say that. <laughs> you laugh, but my nana is Scottish, so when she tells me I'm, you know, being a wee horror, it doesn't sound like that. So a lot oh, of people are like, so your nana called you what? <laughs> So yeah, so I print some horror. <laughs> um, so this story started with, we were doing this piece for this artist. So his name's Matthew Day Jackson. And what he wanted us to embed were these 3D printed pieces. And he was doing this art series. And it was totally, it was beautiful. Like when it fit, was finished, it was amazing. But what it was, was a play off um, the story of Phineas Gage. So if you don't know who Phineas Gage is, he was this railroad worker in the 1800s, I believe, and what happened was he was a railroad worker and an explosion happened and it shot like a spike right through his head. Like right through his head. I'm sorry,
0: I didn't mean (laughs) to laugh there. I know. You
2: you see some pictures and you're like, holy crap, someone survived that? But it's oh, interesting. he survived. He survived. Um, but what happened was his personality changed because he basically lost like his front left lobe of his brain. Oh. But his personality changed. He went from this really easygoing guy, like hard worker, to going into fits of rage. And so he was kind of the start of psychiatry and neuroscience where they tied so much of the personality and behavior to the brain. So they he didn't they, really do that beforehand.
0: They railroad tied that together. Is that what they did?
2: Oh Steven. <laughs> oh my god, Steven. He, he warned you of dad jokes in the beginning.
1: I, I just like have to you. say
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Okay. Yes, he railroad tied them together. <laughs> but yeah, so it's this really neat story about how the brain and the personality are so intertwined and, and how psychology starts. So I would go Google Phineas Gage if you're not familiar with it, and Phineas is spelled P-H-I-N-E-A-S, for those who aren't. Um, But what we were doing for this piece was we were taking a 3D printed skull, and he'd taken it and... like made it like fractalized it. So it was like this really abstract like piece. So it's really cool. So we're getting these pieces in, we'd done some test embedments for them and they totally worked. And so what he wanted to do was he'd taken his full skeleton and then he'd like done the fractaling to them, to each piece, got it 3D printed and we were gonna embed them in different blocks. So, okay, cool, not strange. We'd already gotten some pieces in. (laughs) And so he's like, can you talk to the 3D printer because they were based in the US and we were based in Canada. And so getting things across the border is always difficult. And so we're like, okay, well, here's what you need to do. So I went like above and beyond and like printed out customs papers for them. I'm like, here's all the information you need to put in like tax ID, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, i'm not sure what code you'd use for this because there's like certain tariff (laughs) codes so i'm like here are like three that i've put down for you so this is like sculpture ceramic sculpture non-organic material like skull or ceramic scrap essentially so we could see like what would work perfect give them the information then they're like shipped here's the tracking numbers two days later i get a call from fedex going um so you're getting a shipment from this supplier. I was like, yep, it's perfect. And he goes, you can't import human bones. I'm going, Wait, what? <laughs> he goes, you can't import those. Those are illegal. You, like, they, they can't go across the border. And I'm going, no, 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 no. Like, what does this say? And he goes, well, on the customs, it says human skeleton. You can't import human bones. <laughs> I'm going, okay. Well, trust me, it's just, it's ceramic art. Like, it's not a real skeleton which is what a like, smuggler would say is like, right. we're yeah, really that, yes. trust me, it's just art. Trust me. <laughs> uh, so it's like, and I'm like, no, 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 I promise you, I promise you I'm not, I'm not smuggling that. Like, first of all, don't want that, not gonna deal with that. <laughs> um, and so I was like, it's ceramic art, blah, blah. I'll get you the right paperwork. So I'm calling them <laughs> up going like, you can't put human skeleton, that's like a giant red flag. <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, figure out the paperwork, get it sorted. But for they didn't, like FedEx approved it, but they didn't change any paperwork going through. So then I get a call from my broker going, you can import human bones. <laughs> I'm going, okay, oh again, God. not doing it. But again, totally what a smuggler would say. <laughs> I'm going, okay, get that across there. But again, the actual physical paperwork on the box still says human skeleton. <laughs> and so... It got to the point where I'm like, I promise you, I am not smuggling pieces in. And the courier who delivered it that day, normally we have the same courier and he comes in chatting, chatting. This one was a new girl. She comes in, drops it off. She needs me to sign for it because it's a high value shipment because it's a sculpture made of ceramic. (laughs) And so I sign off on it. And she goes, "Uh, yeah, it's your um, skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) you mean the art pieces for matthew it's amazing thank you it's just like and so yeah so there was about a week where fedex was pretty sure i was smuggling human bones into the country
1: (laughs) (laughs) who knows how many lists you're on now i know honestly if i wasn't
2: flagged for that there's been way more since
1: (laughs) (laughs) so from now on do you like do so much more work into like when you're going to put things across the border or was that just oh my totally God. a random thing
2: that was I like so far that's totally been a random thing like I feel like I need to knock wood at this point but yeah there's a lot of like if anything's special is shipping out to us like we have this whole email being like okay here are the things that you should know when shipping across the border like if someone's not familiar with it it is kind of that like like customs is really simple but they make it so difficult so we try and make it simple again for our clients so but it was one of those like crazy things where it's like i like felt like i did everything possible and it's still they were like yeah no it's a human skeleton we're shipping and i'm going okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> but i mean they must have like really believed you over the phone i mean if you had to keep calling and keep like char-
2: i'm very charming taylor like yes. of course you're gonna believe that i'm not smuggling hey it's kate again hey
0: What's so the status my skeleton of my is where skeleton. Yeah. Wow. yeah
2: i was like a modern day gravedigger across the border
0: so i'm, I'm assuming then the project turned out Pretty awesome. I, so we get to see a little picture, which I'm sure we, we'll post afterwards. But then once you Ooh, yeah. got everything, you guys were able to to knock it out. I'm sure, right?
2: Oh yeah, it was so cool because like because our like the way our process is is that we can embed and then it goes into an oven overnight, like a heat and pressure oven. But the size of the skeleton was like over seven feet tall which was like just the size of our oven so we couldn't embed it as a huge cast piece so what we did was we split it up into different bones so like the leg would get its own giant block and like the torso would get its own giant block it was really neat but it and so the whole piece ended up being like about 10 feet tall and it was all broken up into these cubes so it was truly stunning and it's like and this ceramic piece was beautiful so and then what we did was we took like a plexi rod and it went through Oh, that's just, skeleton, that's just wrong. So.
0: <laughs> Phineas would not be happy about yeah. you shoving another one out through.
2: <laughs> you know, it's a ceramic sculpture, Steven. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Sorry, not. It wasn't it's really. Not the him, real one this right. time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was a beautiful piece at the end. But like, yeah, for that week where it's like she's smuggling. She's a smuggler. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. Well, we will definitely post some pictures of this one. Um, It is very interesting and certainly worth a Google. I just Googled it and that rod that went through his head was three feet, seven inches long. So it was like not like a small thing that went through his head. Craziness. Well, Kate, before we let you go, we always like to, to ask our guests some Halloween inspired questions. And I think this is along the lines of uh, trick or treat. This is more in the trick category. Are you a fan of pranks?
2: (laughs) Yes, very much so.
0: (laughs) Oh, so what's the best prank you've ever pulled off? Do you have a story of a good prank?
2: Well, I have the most recent one I did. So it's a family business here. And my sister has been working with us for about just over a year now, and she's my twin sister. So, of course, I have to be obnoxious to her. Mm. And so she was in the process of staging her apartment, like her condo with her husband and like going to sell it. And so she'd moved like some cases into the office, like just for storage. And and then she went on like a three-day weekend to kind of work on a few things. And so... What I did was I moved all of the storage blo- boxes to block her desk off where the only way to get in was through a small section I created for her dog <laughs> to <laughs> crawl underneath. <laughs> and so all I got was a, you jerk, <laughs> Well, the rest of me and my office manager were killing ourselves laughing. So yeah, Aww. so I'm very fond of the prank, unfortunately, for Jillian.
1: <laughs> I did not know that you were a twin
2: everyone says that and I'm like how am I am I gonna open a conversation with I'm Kate Plummer twin (laughs) it's probably just one of two one of two (laughs) (laughs) well it's funny for Jillian because like you know she's just been working with us for a year she filled in for a position that I needed uh, help with and and she's been great, but um, there was a ceremony at P- for a PPBC event because my dad was inducted in the Hall of Fame because mm. we're a fancy family who volunteer too much. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and so she'd come to this big dinner, and again, I don't introduce myself as a twin, so unless you know, you've you met Jillian or you've seen Jillian in one of my Facebook posts, like you don't really know about her. And so people were coming up to Jillian and giving her hugs, and she's like, I don't know who you are, stop touching me. And one of my friends, he's like, this giant guy, he comes up and gives her a big hug and lifts her off the ground and was just like, hey, Kate. And she goes, I'm not Kate. <laughs> so he <we> just <laughs> dropped her. <laughs> like, so, yeah, so she has to start it with, like, not Kate, not Kate, not Kate. <laughs> so, I mean, being a twin is, like, the original prankster, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's funny because we kind of looked alike when we were younger, but now we look way more alike, so. Oh, and now we're both far more devious, so, unfortunately for our, our family and friends, <laughs> they have to suffer through it all. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>
0: Well, this was awesome, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was a really cool story, and we'll certainly have to post some pictures of the, the finished products and maybe a, a little Wikipedia link for those mm-hmm. to do some more yeah. history research. Uh, before we let everybody go, I want to say a special thank you to Hit Promotional Products again. Check out hitpromo.net. At the top of the page, you'll see an awesome, helpful link that says AWS, and when you click on that, all the products that appear will help go back to a, a, a variety of charities, so all those products on there help support many, many good causes. So if you're looking for some extra purpose with your promotional products, that is one way to do it. Kate, Taylor, it was awesome. Thank you guys so much, appreciate it.
2: welcome, thanks for having me on.
0: Take care.
1: This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.